Hey, it's Aubrey. We got something awesome in the mail, and it made us want to just take a trip down memory lane. We got the 20th anniversary box set for Meteora. We took a peek inside to see what all was in it, and we also shared our favorite Linkin Park memories. Hope you enjoy. Guys, I can't. Dude. Dude. We got to give this away. Why are you opening it? Okay. Um, I had my coffee dangerously close to it. So this is what we call a reveal reaction. Something, something. (laughs) Unboxing. There's all kinds of uh, interesting words for it. Also, Andy and I are sharing a mic. So we're going to do the, like, two people duetting. And then I lean in. Boom. (laughs) Oh, okay. Now my turn. It looks like a small pizza. It's like the size of a small pizza. Right, so it's a Pizza Hut pan pizza from Book It. <laughs> right, so Summer, judging like wow. from this. What kind of emotion does this bring back for you, Summer? 20-year anniversary Linkin Park Meteora box set. It brings me back to high school. Oh, gosh. It's, oh. Uh, it's a lot. Yeah. Andy? It, uh, you know, it's... It's interesting because they obviously it's a different cover, so it's actually like it's surprising to me. Yeah. I, I didn't have that much of a connection to the album in particular, um, except for I remember uh, a super alcoholic uh, fellow dorm uh, rat getting really excited about Meteora coming out back in 2002 or three. But this takes me back to uh, Summer Sanitarium 03, which Summer you or uh, Sean, you also went to that same tour. Um, and was utterly rocked by Lincoln Park. And so this is this is making my ears ring right here is what it's doing. <laughs> okay, so it was summer 2003. Summer Sanitarium was quite the lineup because uh, headliners wore Metallica, Lincoln Park. We also had on that lineup Deftones, uh, Mudvayne. Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. That was when... Um, Chad from Mudvayne still wore that, like, he wore that gorilla suit. Do you remember yeah. that? <laughs> and at Summer Sanitarium in Denver, it was pretty wild because we, uh, I was with our sister station, Kilo. I had just only been there maybe a year, if that, and I couldn't believe I was getting to work Summer Sanitarium. So we had a suite that we were broadcasting from, and uh, I I was just a peon, but I got to be there, which is cool, and help out with the meet and greets and stuff like that. Anyway, when Limp Biscuit was on stage, uh, Fred Durst came down, ran along the field, and then jumped up onto a beer truck or, like, a beer trailer, and he was like, I don't know if it was rolling or whatever. And I just saw it. Like, we all saw it. Somebody threw a giant, like, a big beer at him, and oh, you could no. see it going in the air, and it just... Hit him in the face. Oh, dude. And he didn't flinch. He didn't get mad. He just kept going. Nice. Fred Durst, pro. Back to Lincoln Park, though. Um, I got to watch that set uh, kind of side stage. Not wow. on the stage, but like on the side of the stage, like outside of the crowd. And uh, we'll never forget it. It was an incredible performance. And when they were done... They must have had to get to a, a somewhere else, but they ran off the stage. I got to witness this, ran them to a van and just hauled them out of there. It was weird because it reminded me of like a Simpsons scene or something. <laughs> I was like, what? What's the hurry? And there was like some girls outside of the gate with signs that were like Lincoln Park and, wow. you know, big fans. So 
Yeah. Y2K. You guys are so lucky you got to see them live. I never did. I got into hybrid theory like really bad. Like I loved hybrid theory so much. And then Meteor came out and my music taste kind of took a different turn in that era. But I do appreciate this album so much. You guys are lucky. It honestly, yes. And I was surprised. So I'll note uh, me and my friends were all metalheads back in high school. Um, and we didn't really care that much about Linkin Park. Really, we were there for Metallica, you know, yeah. like we were judgy about it in a way that's like, oh, look at this popular metal. We're into the deep cuts of Metallica, <laughs> man. It's really obscure, dude. Jeez. Now guys like you are mad at Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not personally. I like their support of, of indie rock and everything they've been doing for so much lately. We're mad about. In fact, this was right after the Napster thing, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So we were still a little bit mixed. But, it, you know, I think we just hated Lars more than anything. Um, so we went there for Metallica. It was a great bill, though. I do remember Mudvayne and Deftones my friends weren't into. And they were like, it just sounded muddy. And I'm like, dude, that's that's the point. <laughs> Mudvayne has mud in their name. What do you think you're going to get out of that? Like, that's what's good. Anyway, Um so we kind of backed off a little bit. We weren't as intent uh, to see Limp Biscuit and Lincoln Park, uh, but did sit through the whole show. Uh, at one point, I tried to go buy a drink. I wasn't 21 yet, and they would, yep, they asked for my ID, and it didn't work. So uh, <laughs> watch that whole show, Stone Cold Sober. But dude, dude, when Lincoln Park went on, unbelievable. Uh, we all said after the show that like we were utterly shocked by it. We wouldn't know if we'd buy a Linkin Park album, but we'd go see them live anytime. Uh, and it was honestly surprising because I felt like they might have been louder than Metallica. And I know that's a thing with these like multi-band bills that usually like your headliner sets it up so that like, no, that's the loudest we're going to get. We're going to cr- turn the volume down a little bit for I earlier I want to interrupt you because everyone seemed to notice that at uh, the summer sanitarium show I was at as well. And especially uh-huh. that Mudvayne and Deftones, uh, Limp Biscuit were all turned down yeah. compared to Metallica and Linkin Park. But that was just a, just how it was. Like Interesting. It, was. it really was. Wow. And it was uh, just an absolutely command performance. Like it was... Uh, utterly shocking how incredible they were on stage. Like, it's to this day, I still get goosebumps thinking about it because, like, for a band that I didn't care about before that to just come in and just show why I was, all of us were wrong, man. They, jeez. So, let's talk about the success of Meteora to this point. So, huge record, obviously. Um, they had to follow up Hybrid Theory, which right. was a big deal. And boy, did they. Number one on the Billboard 200 album chart, seven times platinum wow. at this point. It's moved over 27 million units worldwide. Uh, we have Somewhere I Belong, obviously, Lying From You, Breaking the Habit, Faint, Numb, From the Inside. Numb has surpassed one billion Spotify streams. And is currently on its way to 2 billion YouTube views. So, uh, I mean, the fact that they're giving us this version of what is already... They could have just released some kind of remaster or something. (laughs) Which it doesn't need remastering. But you know what I'm saying. Instead, they just do this. And to me, pricing it at $200 is inexpensive. Yeah, 
You get one vinyl for $50 nowadays. 100%. And this is like easily, yeah, okay. Uh, Can I also say, as of, we're all vinyl collectors, nothing gets me so excited as a box set where you can look into it and you see, you're like, okay, there are the LPs, but oh, there's a book right there. Here's some more stuff. Are these posters posters right here, right? To get all the extra stuff. My favorite Mm. thing is, I know she's running the camera, but... Aubrey, our promo director, is panicking as we pull this out. <laughs> I can just sense it. I'm, like, I have my don't, co- don't bend it. I have my coffee here, but I moved it away. Don't worry. Oh man, so it's like artwork, oh, cool. dude. Oh, it's book. It's, it's, it's a like book. a book. Yeah, <gasps> it's all set up. So literally a book with pages. So and there's some really great like Blu-ray box sets wow. that are kind of like this, right? Where you get. They're all, they're not separate sleeves. They're like pages in it. And then the book is in the center. Man. Look at young Mike Shinoda. Oh, look at, look at these kids. Oh, God. Oh, man. Chester with his bleach blonde crew cut. <laughs> all right. So you get a breakdown of all the songs and the stories, like behind the songs and notes. So one of my favorite songs of all time is Faint. Um, yes. Notes. Brad came into the studio bus where Mike was working to record a new idea. Brad recorded scratch guitar tracks for Faint over a click track, no drums, no music, expecting the tempo to be about 70 BPM, that's beats per minute. He returned to the bus a couple of days later, and Mike had put together the beat at 135 BPM, almost twice as fast. After careful deliberation, Brad and Mike decided the faster beat was more fun, hence Can I throw down real fast (laughs) and say one of the worst things about the streaming age and a lot of stuff going digital? And honestly, this started happening with CDs back in the 90s is the lack of liner notes in albums. Why is that? I I don't know. It feels like an underappreciated but absolutely essential part of the album is getting liner notes. And this is, dude, pictures. Yeah. Oh, and you get them on CD, too. So if you. uh, Nice. Nice. You Look can find that. your old I CD player. CDs still matter. <laughs> I know. I was just looking Hell for a yeah. CD today, and I could not find it, and I was very upset. I'm not, not going to lie. This, I've bought a lot of vinyl where I also buy the vinyl. CD because I want to get a good digital copy of it too, and I'm not. I'm All not right. commanded enough to like get a, a digital rip from a turntable. So we got live at Nottingham, 2003, Oof. on vinyl. Oh wow, the Wait. texture is really cool. So that's a double. Ooh, it's a it's matte like a matte finish. Yeah. yeah. Wild. Also underappreciated, Matt Finish. Speaking <laughs> of Denver, isn't yeah? Um, it's live. At, live in Denver is one of the cuts here too, right? Ooh. Project Revolution two thousand four. So the next, uh, Dude, next there, round, yeah. DVDs in here too. Dang. Yep. Yeah. Classic I, I would, black vinyl. That's the way to do it. But I we didn't had touch a heart it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Thanks, guys. This is amazing. Aubrey, thank you for yes, letting Aubrey. us open this up like children. Get our fingerprints it. all over it. Whoever wins this, we touch this. <laughs> well, now that you know that our fingers are all over your brand new Meteora box set, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the What's New Now podcast. Make sure you check out all our other episodes. We're in a new season. You can find it wherever you find podcasts. Make sure you like, share with your friends. And check out more at x1039radio.com.